My name is Jillian, and you're listening to my podcast, Yours Truly, Jillian. This podcast is my letter to you. For years, I have written in my journal, developing and reflecting. Through storytelling, this will be a space where I share all the lessons I have learned throughout my life. I am not licensed in any profession, but I have a pretty solid resume on life experience. My hope is to encourage you in your own journey and connect along the way. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Jill, and this is my podcast, Yours Truly, Jillian. I just want to say thank you so much. If you tuned into last week's episode and just the support from that first episode, it was my first step into this unfamiliar way of communication. So for me, it felt really good. So I just want to say thank you. And, you know, it's so unnatural to me because I just want to ask you how you are and then have that conversation with you. So I will say, wherever you are, in whatever season you find yourself in, I hope you're doing well. Nothing new is really, well, I shouldn't say nothing new is happening here. New viruses are happening, I'm sure. But um, we had my mother-in-law visit this weekend and it was so lovely. It's always great having her here. We've become great friends and I just love being with the kids and her and Diego and just being intentional with our time together. So it was really a nice weekend. She left sick, which I feel really bad about, but she also came here knowing we were sick. So anyways, so I love the topic this week. I chose to talk about full circle moments. I've mentioned that, you know, this, I have so many topics to discuss, but they're just so layered. So it's been hard to choose and I'm trying to be intentional on what fits in telling my story and also helping you. So I really arrived here at this full circle moment. Um, so first I want to say that to me, there's more of an impact in full circle moments than the aha moments. So I don't know what you defined as an aha moment, but I have had more of those moments as an adult that I wish my younger self knew about. You know, the truth is that, yeah, life happens, but I have come to learn that sometimes we get impatient to let life happen and then we insert ourselves. And I know people can relate to this because I can relate to this. I did this a lot more in the past. So for example, making fast decisions or not seeking guidance and blindly going into something because we feel a type of way. I think we can go off course when we do this and miss so much that was intended to happen in our life for the better, you know, by kind of taking, you know, full control over the situation um, just because we're maybe uncomfortable with not knowing. I always say there's so much that happens in the unknown. The reason I say I wish my younger self knew this is because maybe I would have had a little bit more patience with decisions and I would have thought things through before acting on emotions. I say this because there were seasons in my past where I just, I felt lost despite my efforts to find myself and find my purpose. So I want to story tell for a few minutes and then dive into this a little bit more. I don't really have much wisdom on what to do and and I think that's okay. I don't think we always have to have the answers, but I do believe sometimes we don't need to say much other than just living out our life and sharing our experience. And I'm hopeful that somebody will be encouraged with you know what I'm about to share. 
The moment that I want to share with you is something I experienced after I walked through my pregnancy with Daniel. But before I do share that, I do want to be fully transparent. I had mentioned that I'll be talking about my faith on the podcast, and so I want to be upfront and say that I'm sharing it in this episode. I want to talk about it because I think it's important to communicate what I want to say because I care that you hear the stories I share on my podcast. So I don't want the doubt to rob you of hearing part of my testimony just because you and I don't have the same faith. The thing that I have come to recognize is that the opinion on religion can get in the way of effective conversations. And I've learned that through experiences myself. So I'm not here to play God, to manipulate, to force anything on anyone. I'm just here to share a message that I believe was put on my heart and could really give perspective to you um, and to your life to see it in a different light. So my encouragement to you is to stick around, to open your mind, and to hear the message. So let's go back to when I was five. I don't remember much of my childhood, so when it comes to this experiment experience, I'm actually telling the story based on what my mom tells me. So even as I share it, she'll probably, I don't even know, maybe something is wrong. It's interesting because I would share parts of this story as a young child so differently. And then my mom, as I got older, my mom started correcting me and I'd be like, you know, why didn't you correct me like five years ago? And I'd share it. It's just like, I I kind of would put pieces together and um, I never really asked questions. So anyway, so while I was in school, I actually caught a virus that had been carried by another kid in my class. And unfortunately for me, it put me in the ICU. So my mom tells the story that when we were home before she called 911, she was literally draining cloths from my sweat because my fever was so high. And when we arrived at the hospital and the doctors observed me, they had to intervene despite wanting to like airlift me to another hospital. If you knew the area that I grew up in, it's very small. The hospital is very small. It doesn't, it's not like for, you know, serious situations, if you will, like this. And so unfortunately they couldn't airlift me. They had to intervene, thankfully, um, And the doctor just so happened to tell my mom that had she waited a few more minutes, I wouldn't have survived. So growing up, I, and knowing this, I didn't, it didn't have much significance to me. And maybe that, you know, maybe you roll your eyes at that. I'm not really sure, but I can only speak for myself. Uh, I just assume that when we're younger, we don't really see the value of life as we do once we're exposed to more hardships, you know, even if we're fortunate enough to say this. So It wasn't until I became an adult where reflecting back on that experience meant something. So for example, I'd ask myself, I found myself asking myself more like, why was I saved? Which led to, you know, surely I have a purpose in this life. And so as we all experience, life happened and in came the hardships. But even though those experiences were, were, was no real full circle moment for me, you know, like I still wasn't connecting to that moment. It was just something that happened to me until I had Daniel. That's when a shift happened. And let me just say, his testimony will show you that I did not go looking for it. And I'll talk about this. So let me just share a little bit about my pregnancy with Daniel. And before I do do that, I want to say that Daniel's testimony it can't be told in a podcast. It's, it's a season of my life where the things I faced healed and strengthened so many parts of me from my past. Yet it also brought with it so much to learn and grow from. So it's so layered, you know what I mean? 
But a few years before I had Daniel is when I fully committed to following Jesus. And this is a huge part of my story. I grew up Catholic. My parents baptized me as a baby. And then I made the declaration for myself in 2013 when I was rebaptized at a non-denominational church in Staten Island. And the unique part to these decisions is that it wasn't until 2016 that I fully committed to my relationship with Jesus. And so what's interesting, though, is that shortly after I fully commit, my marriage almost ended. And I share that because sometimes people will say that once you follow Jesus, your world turns upside down. And without context, this can be so frightening. But the only reason my world turns upside down was because I needed it to. Like God knows what we need. And I'm glad I met him there to, you know, to restore and heal my broken marriage. So getting back to my pregnancy, we were so excited. We found out we were having a boy. We picked out his name, celebrated with friends and family. But unfortunately, at 17 weeks, I woke up one morning to my water breaking. So as I shared before, I will definitely be sharing his testimony on here in more depth. But the short of the long story is that despite being told he wouldn't survive, I actually carried him for 79 days. So I was bed rested for five weeks at home when he was viable, which is when he was savable, when he could, you know, not that they could promise me anything, but when doctors could intervene with the tools and the resources that they had, I was then hospitalized. I spent seven weeks in the hospital and then he, when he was born, spent three months in the NICU. During this entire time, I just want to make it known that my faith, I never felt tested. I didn't cry out for the first time in my life. I didn't cry out, why me? And it's not, like I've said before, it's not by my strength, it's by God's. Because honestly, when I think back, I'm like, how, like, how, you know, how did that even happen? But there's a reason why I share it. I didn't doubt my faith because of what I had been through in my past. It was so fresh and, and I couldn't deny it. And because I let what happened in my past change me, I was prepared for the season that I was in. I responded in full faith and I walked out the entire journey trusting God's will to be done. I had this approach of like, even if, you know, I knew the realities of it. I knew that, trust me, I knew that it could go south, you know. I knew that he might not make it. I knew that something could happen to me. I knew all of this, but I had full trust in God's will because God got me through it before. He could do it again. And that was my mentality. And that's why I share that. You know, you might be in a season right now where you want to jump out of it. You want to get to the end. And don't, you know, don't discredit what you're going through because it might be preparing you for what is ahead in your future. Because for me, I know I'm going to face hardships. You know what I mean? I'm just going to face them better prepared and I need to go through all this stuff to prepare myself for it and so it's all about the mentality and how you see it I'm not saying it's easy trust me I have to do the work and I have to choose it every single day I'm just saying it's possible so definitely it's not to say I didn't doubt things I just believed in the supernatural power So I share all of this because it was actually during this time that I connected with my mom's stories So my mom told me that while I was in the ICU, she would visit the hospital chapel to pray. And on one of her visits, she recalls feeling 
like this presence of a hug, describing it like a feeling of pressure that somebody was wrapping their hands around her. And so in that moment, she felt comfort and confidence that it was the Holy Spirit. And she said from that moment, she knew I would be okay. And this stuck with me. Like finally, I, I, I could relate uh, growing up. This sounded so far-fetched, but finally I was connecting to this story that my mom shared. And because the same thing happened to me with Daniel, which is so wild. I just want to say too, Daniel was born on my mom's birthday. I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave that there. So for me, it was the tiniest details along the way that kept happening so consistently. I couldn't ignore them. So I want to share this story with you. So as crazy as this may sound to you, I drove myself to the hospital because I didn't want Alexis to go and I'd rather Diego stay with her. I drove blasting worship music and then I got to the ER parking lot and I prayed so specifically. I asked God to send somebody to guide me and because I prayed for it, of course, I walked in with my head up, ready to receive it. I'm like, I'm believing that it's going to happen, you know? And so the nurse I had was relieved. And then they had a travel nurse floated from the ICU to the ER. And then she became my nurse. So we started talking. I love to talk. And come to find out she's a Christian. because we bo- And we bonded over our similarities. And she had a family, all the things. We, we were bonding over so many similarities. And then she asked to pray over my stomach. And the next thing you know... She was staying outside the room and each time a doctor came in to tell me something discouraging, she would always step in after they left and remind me of God's word. She even brought Daniel a blue giraffe and prophesied over his life that he would see his first birthday. It was such an incredible moment that every time she came in and out of the room, I was speechless. She had no idea of the prayer that I prayed in the parking lot. I just knew. And so God was just showing up in all the ways. And that's not to say I wasn't sitting there scared. I was alone. And I was, I chose to be alone, by the way. I chose to sit in that room and, you know, be with God. You know, I wasn't fully alone, but I just, I, I, I chose, you know, my mother-in-law, she came to, uh, bring, a charger. I think they dropped it off to me. I don't remember if she came into the room, but I sat in this moment and during this day alone. And I can't tell you if it served me well or if it was the right thing to do, but I think it was. And it changed the entire journey ahead of me, which I had no idea look, what, what it looked like. So this woman's last words to me were, don't forget, God has the final word. And I'll never forget it that she said that. I still think about it. And it was changed. It changed the entire journey. I had so many difficult conversations after that. And I always reflected back to this conversation and this confirmation So from that moment, I knew Daniel would be okay. And this is where I connected with my mom. So I want to talk about full circle moments because this was a moment that was a full circle moment. It's the moments that we may not even know we were waiting for, but they happen. And it's like I said, we have so many aha moments where life just clicks and this all leads to our why. All we have to do is keep going. And I I mean, I I don't want to say that as if it's easy. Like all we have to do is keep going, but 
I mean, that's the truth, right? We have, we have to keep going. We have to step forward. We have to be in our season. And so this is what happened to me about a year after Daniel was out of the NICU. I came to understand that what happened in my life was not on accident because even the most trying times God will allow happen for the sole purpose of reminding me that he's there with me. So when it comes to the question, how do you have full circle moments? I don't really have wisdom on how to make it happen, but it's because I wasn't looking for it. Finally, like I wasn't looking for it. You know, when people are like, you know, they found their soulmate when they weren't looking or something like that, you know, it's one of those moments where I just wasn't looking for it. It found me. And the wisdom I have is about the journey, which I know it's so unique to everyone. I think that's important to mention. It's about continuing on your path, showing up for the good, for the painful moments, and you grow through them in order to get to your full circle moment. So I feel gratitude that I was able to feel and experience this moment. And my hope in sharing this with you is that'll bring hope in your journey too, to keep going. And, you know, when I first committed to go ahead with this podcast, this is a great example because it's always been a thought, right? You know, somebody planted a seed in my life and it's always been a thought. But I thought about everything I've overcome throughout my life and I went back all the way to when I was five. You know, my opportunities could have stopped there, but they didn't. You know, my idea of love could have stopped at the toxic relationships I had, but it didn't. And, you know, my broken heart from the grief that I experienced or that I've felt through loss could have made me so desperate not to feel the pain, but it didn't. And my marriage could have, you know, ended, but it didn't. And then my son could have died, but he didn't. And so that's not to say that, you know, things could not have gone differently in those situations. Obviously, I understand that. It's just to highlight the importance that I kept walking. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have control of the endings of those stories, but I just, I kept walking. And that's hopefully what I can encourage you with. For the From the time that I was five until the moment I felt connected to my purpose, everything I had experienced had a purpose. It all led me here. So all the lessons I had learned in each season gave me the perspective and the abilities to recognize this very moment. All of it molded me into the person that I am now. When I connected with my purpose, I felt this confidence because I felt like it was mine. It felt unique and special to me because I came to realize that I needed to go at my own pace and everything happened on its own timing. And that was such a gift, you know? And this is why it's so important, I think, to encourage you with this because I finally feel like I fully understand a lot of things that I didn't. And this opened up so much space in my life and it could open so much space in your life. It's brought me so much peace, so much clarity, so much freedom, you know? Whereas before, I would search, and maybe you can relate, I would search and search only to fall short, and then I was discouraged, and I didn't feel like trying anymore because I would get caught up in all that was going wrong. So all of these lessons have taught me, you know, appreciation. Appreciation has allowed me to understand where I'm at and where I'm going, which is amazing. So if I could offer up any wisdom from what I've learned, it's that, on my journey, I came to realize that I couldn't really see things or people beneath me. So, you know, the, a good example of this would be church because this is where I learned this, but I guess what I'm about to share, you can kind of apply it anywhere in your life. So my experience as a young girl was in babysitting and working at a camp. 
So I just assumed that in church, the only place I'd serve was kids ministry. And the truth is I did end up there, but I remember a conversation where I felt this conviction. I had been waiting, like putting excuses out and not really starting, but I had this conversation where I just needed to start serving where there was a need and to see what comes from it. So that's what I did. And through that, maybe I'll discover something that I really love that could impact my journey. And that's kind of like how I looked at it, right? So I joined social media team at the church and I connected my love for photography, but I was actually led right into children's ministry, which I assumed I would end up at. But I went on this journey, right? Like it's almost like I detoured from my path and I went on God's path, you know, and it gave me this new perspective and I was able to make new relationships. Actually, that's how I started building you know, the community and the friendships that I had there, you know, with people that impacted my journey. Seriously, a lot of people that I met at the church impacted my journey. I didn't meet them in kids ministry. So, you know, um, that's a great example. But the wisdom I do have to offer is that finding our purpose will most likely happen when we're not really obsessed over looking for it. You know, instead it will find us when we just serve in the season we're in and allow ourselves to be used for the good of ourselves and for others, to show up, to step forward, to live out our life with more intention, to ask questions, to not always lean on emotions, to guide us. That's a whole other uh, episode. But, you know, like this is, it's so important. And so I hope that in, in sharing this and sharing my story and encourages you to just live in your season and look forward to those full circle moments, you know, and to build off the aha moments, those moments where you're like, oh, that makes so much sense and build off of that and remind yourself, okay, like I am, like I'm on the right track. Like I just had a, uh, you know, I just remembered, you know, uh, this about something that happened and you learn this lesson and you grow from that lesson, you know, don't be so quick to run ahead or to want to jump out of your season. Everything has a purpose. And that's kind of what I want to share with you today. So I really had fun. I hope this made sense. It's something super special to me. So uh, let me know what you think. Connect with me. I would love it. And I hope you have a really great rest of your day. Yours truly, Jillian. <laughs>